What's going on, guys? So in this episode, I sit down with AJ Thompson of Thompson Painting in New York. Interesting scenario. He's been in the business now for 16 years and really he's kind of lost a lot of the motivation that carried him when he first started. Uh, he has really just um, narrowed his entire business down to one sub crew um, and, you know, long lead times, really just kind of just you know, kind of just going through the motions. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what it's going to take for him to develop some motivation in his business, maybe change his entire business plan. So it was a really good episode. And I think you're going to enjoy this business breakthrough session. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Welcome, everybody, um, to the Business Breakthrough. I have my good friend here, AJ, from Thompson Painting up in New York. He reached out to me. Uh, we're going to dive into some details of his business and, you know, the question I always like to open with because, you know, this is a strategy session, so we'll skip the, the back and forth podcast stuff. Um, what is it that's working really well in your business? Um, and then what is not working so well? So you can kind of give us an idea of what type of business you run, um, how many people work for you, and the type of projects you do and then get into what's working really well. Cool. So yeah, I, I basically, I would say I operate like a general contractor. Okay. And, uh, you know, I know your opinion on that, but you know, Hey, if you do it the right way, I'm cool, I'm cool with it. If you do it the <laughs> right. right way, if you're not just shooting out checks to people, that's fine. You know, but I, so, I get it. So, yeah. So what's working right now is I finally have a good subcontractor that's insured he's got all his it's the dream you know, that is yeah it's expensive you know we're, we're looking at you know i've got like a 20 percent margin on that okay um so, so you're you're, tight, you're right? a borderline lead generation service yeah exactly and i but i do a lot of work you okay it's so it's a lot of work for you know it, it kind of seems that's where i would say i'm at right now so i finally okay. got the guy who's who's doing it all right you know doing it all right so how long have and, you been in business? Um, I started my business in 2007. 2007. So 13, and yeah, 13 years. Have you ever operated with the employee model? Have you tried it? I've never operated with the employee model. I started, you know, I basically got into this because as a young man, you know, a young guy, it was easy money. You know, you start slapping some paint on the walls. Um, you're young, you, you have that yeah. kind of, you, you don't have a bad knee and a bad shoulder. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Uh, and before you knew it, I was getting calls that where I, I had to, I had no choice but to start using subs to, which to was appear a big, blessing much bigger in, than a blessing in disguise, you know, in, in yeah, a because now I'm stuck in there. You know, I'm yeah. kind of stuck in that. Sure, you're stuck in that realm. So, so you got, so you, well, it was a blessing in disguise because it gave you the ability to get out from physical labor, but it's also a detriment because you didn't do it by choice. It sounds like you did it out of necessity because mm -hmm. you didn't want to turn down work, you know, so right, that kind exactly. of was the, that's kind of the predicament and you've never really sprouted out of that mentality. I had an, an issue with somebody that I tried to force into a management position when he wasn't ready. So he didn't really think about management the way that somebody who was trying to attain management would have thought about it to where it would actually allow him to get to a position where he would actually be a good manager. So you being thrusted into this position as somebody who's now was at one point a painter, now it has to find other people to paint for you. And you've gotten comfortable with the idea that you don't have to paint, you just have to sell. Right. But now you're telling me, what you're saying is, is that you're doing all this work, you're marketing, you have nice branding, you, you, you present yourself well. I would probably, if you know what you're talking about, just based off of presentation alone, just kind of the way you communicate, nice polo, you would get the leg up against somebody that comes to my house in painter's clothes. Okay. So you've, you, you, you market yourself. Well, you probably have a good sales presentation and you're doing all this work to make 20% and the 20% gets chopped into pieces or you're not providing the paint at, at that margin. Are you? 
you know, it's a, it's something that I'm, so I'm, I've been working with this new sub for a year. He's okay. he does really, really good work. Okay. Um, you know, when I say 20%, I'm hopeful that it's, you're hopeful that you know, I don't even know my 20%. number, you know, so you're that's hopeful. another thing. So, so yeah, getting so clarity, we're gonna, so you're, you're kind of like, you're, you're, you're generalizing 20%. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's, so is he working with other people or is he, yep. Okay, He's got so he pretty has, much a steady crew, which is something that I've insisted on. It's like we want to see the same faces every day. Cool. So you that's right. So so essentially, let me break it down for you like this. When you mm -hmm. sell jobs, you're trying to overcompensate for the fact that you're pretty much trying to sell to a customer two businesses, your Thompson painting business and his business. So he needs to make profit. And you need to make profit. So yeah. by default, your prices are probably higher than everybody else, which lowers your chance of getting a sale. Mm -hmm. When you know your numbers, you yeah. have the power in terms of identifying margins and identifying what gets people to say yes. What margin is going to get people to say yes? You don't even really know. And it's, we're, that's why we're working through this right now. What margin you're pricing your jobs at that could potentially be way too much when you only need a certain amount to sustain. Now, I have no issues with the, with the fact that you have a good subcontractor. I think that that's huge, but that's not enough to sustain your livelihood. One subcontractor relationship, essentially he's probably producing at most with one crew, give or take seven to 9,000 in a week. Is that, would that say that you pretty, pretty accurate there? Yeah. On a, you know, in the busy season and in the busy season. So on a yeah. slower season, probably five to six grand. So you would sell a job for about six grand and he would pretty much take the whole week to get it done. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you think about it and these are usually interior house paint jobs, you know, the majority of where we make our money is on big, big exteriors. So you're so, doing very large exteriors. Yeah. So if it's a two to three week job, you're saying that it's probably going to be about a $15,000 job. It's going to take about three exactly. weeks. And I'll be, and, and then, and so, so there's been times where I make a thousand dollars in three weeks, you know? Right. So, okay. and then, and that's so, different than what it wasn't. So in the past I had not so great contractors, but I made it work and I was making better money. Right. And so, you know, it's just always fluctuating. There's no consistency. Always fluctuating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's, there's no consistency. So what makes this guy better than you? Because he seems to have figured it out. He has three guys or two guys working under him. And mm -hmm. he found this other guy that just finds him work and he yeah. goes and supervises his guys. He's probably hanging out in his truck while his guys are, you know, after he does the hard work, maybe, I don't know. But he seems to have figured it out. He seems yeah. to have the, the power in this relationship when yeah. ultimately you have the thing that he lacks and he has the thing that you lack. The best businesses yeah. in this industry have both. They have production and they have the sales, the presentation, the, the organization aspect of it. And when those two are combined, you at you then have control over your own destiny, okay? Because ultimately you're already implementing policies to this person that you should be implementing in your own business. You told him that you want the same faces. You want these guys to, to dress appropriately. You want yeah. them to act appropriately. You want that. So you're coaching this guy on things that you could easily be doing yourself for people right. that are committed to in painting, not, you know you know, Joe's, you know, Joe's, uh, re restoration company or, or whatever right. his, 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 he goes by. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yes. So, so the idea is to pivot from this, you know, I mean, hopefully that's what you signed up for when you reached out to me is that, um, exactly. although, although, you know, you've been familiar with subcontractors for so long, let me ask you, I mean, what's stopping you from, from putting together a team of three painters and, and having proprietary rights uh, with those painters to the point where you're, instead of you know making a gross margin of twenty percent to a net margin of forty percent, 
what, tell me what that hurdle has been like, especially, and this is something that I'm a little surprised on. You've been doing this since 2007. So this has been yeah. almost 14 years of this sort of mentality. So what has been the hurdle for you? It's, it's like you said, you know, we're, we're sort of, we've got the snowball effect, right? We're rolling. It's in motion. Like right now I'm, I'm going this afternoon, I'm going to go look at another job. So, you know, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to sell that job. I'm going to have to produce. You and know, the so timetable of production is pretty slow, right? Because he's only able to do one job at a time. Yeah. So then you're no, also, there's no doubt, right? Yeah. You're no also missing out. That. You're also missing out on opportunity that, that there are jobs that need to be done a lot quicker than, than the time frame that they're willing to wait. Mm-hmm. How long yeah. do you have this guy booked out for? Um, currently, you know, we're looking at, you know, I've got jobs lined up for the spring, but we're sort of just kind of taking it as it comes. Taking it as, and, trying to just shooting them in there. Okay. So, yeah, so, I think I'm saying until, you know, the first week of January into there. So like four, yeah. three, four weeks. Yeah. So, so in terms of, you know, in terms of, again, I, I didn't really get, get a clear, like clear response from you. Not not saying that maybe you just misunderstood my question. I just want to know, like, have you, you have you do you recognize that having employees is is going to be a better option for you or is that absolutely yeah i absolutely recognize that i think that the difficult part for me is how do i um implement it you know how do i start like you know i've got like i said i'm gonna go today i'm gonna sell this job and then i'm gonna need you know i can rely on this guy to do it so it'll get done and so a lot of so i think my pattern is that I just want to get like I just want to keep it moving I want to keep my business relevant yeah and that's great you're already a leg up like you already have the sub like cool like there's not like I'm not saying there's there's nothing wrong with that keep it sell for that guy like if you guys have that great of a relationship that's money in the bank that's easy cooking that's you know that's 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 sustainability that's trust these are all things that you want to create but you need to look at it subjectively. And what you should see is that all you're really doing, like looking at it from that perspective, all you're really doing is selling work to a person who you know can run a job, who has people underneath him that work under his supervision. That's it. Subcontractor out of the picture. Don't get that word makes you feel like, like it's like a separate like entity and it is, but, they're really just working for you. You're, you're the ultimate supervisor, right? So you're the guy that has the eagle yeah. vision that, that gives the final check. That's what I do. And I just mm-hmm. built my own subcontractor team that requires, yes, a lot more work in the beginning because you're making sure that you're finding that, that, that person that can run a project, right? That's going to yeah, be so the that's hard the part. Scary part. Right. For me, that's the scary part. And so, you know, what I've toyed with is, hey, can I make my, can I take the sub and convince him that he would be better off as an employee? Wrong. I'm paying paying that. Okay. Wrong approach. That sub, that sub who's used to making the money that he makes, Mm -hmm. you can't convince somebody to be an employee unless you are either overcompensating in terms of salary or you can sell the vision of, having a company vehicle, maybe even benefits, and he doesn't have to go and hustle his own work. We know that it's better for him to do that, but can you provide all that early on? Probably not, not yet, you know? So, so my suggestion is you have to redefine what your responsibilities are. And I think that you're going to have to be more of a hands-on project manager assistant in the early stages of developing this, this team. And, and, and really what it comes down to is, can you find a painter who's going to be painting every day? That's what this project manager role is for one crew. It's a painter. It's somebody that knows all aspects of the job. And how quickly can you get a team underneath this person? Because ultimately, these guys, a majority of painting contractors like this, are used to working alone. And to them, when they work alone, they see... I have to do all this work and make this little bit of money. But if they go to work each day with a team, the value of which that they find in actually performing the task with a team 
outweigh the need for more money because they feel like they're overworked and underpaid. Does that make sense? I got you. Yeah, absolutely. So the yeah, idea so, would I mean, be is good. What would you like? What's the first step? You know what I mean? First what's, step. That's, yeah, let's yeah. let's get there. First step. First step is identifying a painter with great character that you could trust. So if okay. you could package up this subcontractor guy that you have, get rid of the mm -hmm. notion that he owns a business because he really doesn't. He just right. filed an LLC and, 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 and is a project manager in disguise. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's really what he is. Find somebody that has that same attribute system in terms of can produce a job you can communicate well with and that you can trust. Okay. So mm -hmm. that will require a hiring process. You're going to have to First, you're going to have to filter out applicants. You're going to have to do multiple phone interviews. You're going to have to do in-person interviews. And what you're looking for, yeah, that's great. Can you paint? Can you produce jobs? Do you know how to spray? Do you know how to do what we need you to do? Okay. But more importantly, what you're really focusing on, 90% of that is personality. You want to find character. Yeah. You want to find somebody you get along with that has more to lose. That's not just moving to, to, to your business for the money, right? When you have that, the idea would be, to work alongside this person, especially early on. I mean, I think that you should be on site 75% of the time, see how they interact with customers, challenge them on, hey, how are you gonna go about getting this done? What is, what is your idea? In the meantime, you're still hiring that next person to work alongside him, you know, that next individual. And, and at this point, now you're trying to put together a team. So not only are you looking for character in that second individual, what you're looking for is, do these personalities mesh well? Does this person have an ego problem to where I would see him undermining the authority of the person that I put in charge, right? So there's a little bit of a different dynamic when you're putting in that sort of um, hiring process to get, to get a team together. And then you do the same thing with the third person. I think the focus should be get three guys together. And now instead of, you know, relying on this subcontractor, now you have a, a, a proprietary team that's wearing your name on their shirts, and, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're building the team. The value is in who can ever, like the value in terms of money is who's in, who, who put together the production. And the reason Buddy is making 80% on your dollar is because he's the one who put together the production. And yeah, it's a little bit harder. He had to find the guys that are working for him, but ultimately that's the reward and it's worth it. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, and I've been listening to your stuff and, you know, for sure. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. You know, yeah. and then like the hiring process, um, getting all that stuff down. You know, what do I look for in a painter? I want the guy, you know, I'm looking for a guy if he's got 10 years of experience, that'd be great, you know, but the personality is going to be big. And right. then, uh, you know, so let's talk stuff. pay. Right, let's talk with the, you know, the pay because, you know, early on, like right now, you have nothing to offer. I mean, you're a one, you know, you're a one man show, you know, you really have no foundation. You probably don't have an office. You probably have no trucks. You probably have nothing. And then that's okay. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, that's totally fine. He doesn't even know, need to know that you subcontract work on the side. You know, the way I would approach it is this. And I talked about this to someone else I did a breakthrough with was the franchise mentality, you know, and ultimately if I came to you and said, okay, AJ, you're giving me X amount of money. You're going to be a franchisee. This is what you need to do. Okay. For the first week, you need to find this all-star painter that we're looking for that can run a project. Okay. Week two, you need to find his counterpart. Week three, you need to find, uh, you know, number three, you know, and that's, that's going to be your core team to get you started. And mm -hmm. the first guy, and depending on the rates of where you live, what is, what would you say that uh, top of the line painter in your area is getting paid right now? I would say $25 an hour on the books. Minimum. Should be. Min okay. Minimum. You know, for, it, for, right. Okay. And I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you right now mm -hmm. in the position that you're in. I mean, there's, there, look, you could take this one of two ways. You can hold on to an additional $5 an hour and say that, that, you know, you can find somebody. Let me tell you something, pay 30 and get okay. an all-star because uh, right now, honestly, pay 30 and get an all-star. And would you say these numbers line up with where you're, where you are? Like, I mean, it's proportional. I mean, ultimately New York, the, the market is, is, I mean, I could sell jobs twice what I would sell them here. So it's proportional. And in terms okay, of, so. in terms of proportionality, mm -hmm. I'm, I, I pay my guys the highest that a painter is going to get paid in Florida, bro. 
I mean, but you know the numbers for New York. Is that what you're like? Yeah, I, I've, I've coached people in New York and I know that that's, that's what you want to do. But I would say that in terms of 30, maybe 28 on the books and factoring in an additional two hours for um, $2 an hour for employer taxes, employee taxes, that's what I'm getting. So you can offer 28 and, and ultimately, you know, cause that's going to be appealing to somebody. And, and what it's would not you just say? A, what's that? Sorry. What would you say as far as, you know, labor rate and the value of it? It's um, again, you know, I don't, I don't price jobs on labor rate. That's the, if, if you've heard kind of anything I ever talk about, it's knowing what your costs are ahead of time. And it's like labor rate to me is just like a, it's a contractor's game of, you know, what you would present to a general contractor when uh, you're putting together a proposal. We're working with homeowners. They don't care. So you don't. Okay. Yeah, you, I just if, want to make sure I you boiled you, it down. Go ahead. What was, what was your question? Well, my question is, so that's something that I have, maybe have missed. You will, you don't work with GCs and you don't work with, um, or, or are there exceptions or is it just, just focus on that residential? Residential. It's the, you're, when you work with a GC, you have a middleman and that's less profit for you. And, and ultimately yeah. it's just, you know, you're under the supervision of somebody else. I quit working for people to start my business. And I, I did try the GC thing and I just didn't like it. You know, the margin- I can speak to, you know, one of the questions I had for you was like, you know, so, and it, and it may just be impossible when you're working with a GC, you, you lose that ability to educate the customer. Yeah, you know, you, you don't, he, he doesn't care. Right, you know what I mean? So I can't, like, can't. the customer may have different expectations than what we can deliver and or what, you yeah. know, why, why is there mold on the house after a year? Right. You know, like, well, well you got to maintain it. Absolutely. So, you, you lose the ability to build value. And the only way that you can justify higher pricing than your competition is to build value. That's the only way. And when you lose that ability, you're ultimately just, your GC is looking for one thing and that's the number. Your homeowner is looking for an experience and that cannot be measured on paper. That's the difference. And that's why I'm homeowners. That's honestly the reason why is because a GC doesn't care about, you know, if our guys are going to have a smile on their face when we go to, go to the house, you know what I'm saying? Our, our GC just wants to mm-hmm. know that when he goes there, the job's done to the, you know, it's like a freaking, you know, it's like a factory, man, you know, working in, you yeah. know, new construction houses and commercial, it's, it's cold. And I like mm-hmm. the fact that when I, you know, call my guys, they say that the customer brought them out cookies and, and coffee. You know, and, right. and the, the atmosphere is better and it, and, it, and, it, and it makes them want to go to work because who wouldn't want to go to a new house every few days to meet a new, you know, a, a new set of people. You know, it's just the, the dynamics behind it are, are way better. So I would dish out the, the work like that if you're coming across it to your subcontractor, you know, like okay. ultimately so, you're not. But, so you wouldn't use that to build the, you know, let's say I, I've got a GC that's keeping me busy. You know, keeping nah, my crew bit wrong, wrong direction. Use it to build nah. the no, okay. because because ultimately what you're looking for is is like, look, here's the reality of the situation. There's this large pool of opportunity in your area. There's let's mm-hmm. say it's broken up like this. There's a thousand people that need painting services. Twenty five percent of them are GCs. Twenty five percent of them are apartment complexes needing flips. Twenty five percent of them are homeowners. 25% of them are commercial work. Okay. Or, you know, if that doesn't fall into the same category, follow me at the end of the day, there's a thousand jobs that need to be done. And let's say that there's, you know, a hundred painting contractors out there, you know, the, the share of which that you get access to these sorts of jobs are solely dependent on what you say yes and no to. You have to understand that not all contractors have the mentality of niching down. So when they don't have the mentality of niching down, they just go from one to the other, okay? And when they go from one to the other, that means that whichever one that you niche down on, you're going to dominate. And in this case, my opinion is dominate on the one that has 25 of homeowners because if your competitor job. He's taking on a new construction job. He's working for a GC. There's no way that he can service all the homeowners in the marketplace. And that will allow you to definitely make sure that you can get that. Okay. 
that makes yeah, sense? So then I guess, yeah. So let's get back to price point if we could. Um, so obviously if a guy, you know, if I'm paying $30 an hour and he's producing, you know, a large volume of square footage, if we're basing everything on square footage, should I, you know, should I be pricing these jobs? Like there's a maximum value, right? Like there's, Absolutely. you know, nobody's going to pay so more. much that he can. Yes. There's only so much but that also, can be done in a week. And yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So like, let's say $5, if, if I want to, you know, we know we're going to, I'm going to be on the site and this is different for me because I've always thought of, th you know, I've always gone off that contract, like $50 an hour is what it's worth, you know, and then I'm paying the guy, you know, 30 bucks an hour, something somewhere in there. Um, so now for me to go and try and formulate, you know, obviously what you do is everything is, it's all computerized and you, you know, your numbers, you know, your margins, you let know, me break, let me make this, foot. let me make this super simple. Ready? Mm -hmm. yeah. If you're paying somebody $30 and they work eight hours in the day. Okay. Eight mm -hmm. times three, 24. Okay. 240 bucks. And let's yeah. say that you, you spent $210 on paint. Okay. So that would bring us to a total of 500 bucks, right? Follow me so far? Yeah. Okay. So you as the business owner have to say, okay, in order for me to accomplish this project, I have to pay $500. Simple, right? Now, mm -hmm. whatever's in excess of that is what we call profit. That's your gross profit. That's mm -hmm. everything that's, 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 job related. Okay. That's the money that's, that doesn't, you know, that that's job related, that doesn't um, deduct like administrative costs and all that other stuff that, you know, run a business. So there's this number that you have to hit. Okay. I could sell the job for $600. Right. And I would make, you know, I don't have a calculator, but between like 10, it'd be a 10% profit margin. Okay. Or I could sell the job for a thousand dollars and that would be a 50% profit margin. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So anything in between $100 and $500 is profit. It's just a matter of how much profit you want to make. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to hourly and all that stuff, yeah, that's great. But at the end of the day, like when you know your numbers in that regard, then you have negotiation leverage. And that's what I try to focus on is that I know that I can start off giving someone a price at 50% if I have jobs lined up, okay? Mm -hmm. But if my schedule's looking thin, guess what? What am I going to do? Right. No, price. I follow Yeah, I follow you on all that and I I got all that for sure. I think my, you know, I am also at the same time trying to simplify and know for sure you know, what that maximum value is, like the overall value, what's that well, worth? You, like every company's different. So like, okay. what is the maximum value of your subcontractor? If you divide 15,000 by three, the maximum value in, in production is five grand a week. Mm -hmm. That's the maximum value. It's just, it's an average, like some jobs you'll sell for 16,000 for three weeks and he'll do them in three weeks. Some jobs you'll sell for 10,000 and an error might occur and it might take 12 days. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you got to get granular to the point where you at least maybe spend a month trying to average that out and figure out what it is. You know, for us, the maximum value ranges. It just depends on what jobs are filled in those slots. And I think that's your responsibility to say, okay, this job right here won't be good for this week because that's going to put us under my threshold. And I look at my jobs on a weekly basis. I know that to staff my entire team for a whole week, five days on one crew, okay? I know what that number is. Let's say it's four grand in, in labor costs for one crew, okay? And let's say on average, I'm spending about 17% on paint. That means that I've averaged out how much I've sold and how much paint I've used on each job. And based off of my selling patterns, I average right around 17%. So if I have a $10,000 week, okay, where my crew produced 10 grand worth of work, okay, that means that I'm at 17% paint and I'm at 40%
labor. So that's a 57% cost. So the rest is profit. So that means I'm profiting at 43% on a weekly basis. And when you start off your pricing with profit margins, you're inevitably going to be able to hit your profit margin goals because everything starts off with each job. So on a monthly and yearly basis, you're staying consistent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know, but look yeah, at it I like this. Look at it like yeah. I guess what I'm going for is like, um, you know, let's say $5 a square foot, right? In, uh, okay. Interior. Is that, sure. you know, is sure. that's a good price? Like to, for me to also be able to simplify the pricing. You're, okay, um, great. Simplify the pricing. So you do it backwards. So ultimately I gave you, I gave you an example. Right. Of, I, you I follow me on that? that? But I, I, yep. Yep. So, yeah, so divide it it, for the, yeah. yeah. So just divide whatever price you come up with, divide yeah. that by the square footage. And that's your price per square footage. You can't just say, Oh, I'm going to do $5 a square foot. My price changes on every job. Mm -hmm. So I guess my concern is that, so, so I know, you know, your modern shopper and they're, they're typing, they're, they're going, what's the maximum square footage for this, this zip code. Okay. Right. So they're going to see, yeah, and and it, it does range, which is the nice thing about, you know, home advisor and those things is that they, you know, so, they give you, so you're, so you're over no set answer either, even on there. There's right? no set I mean, answer in this industry. Let me, let me explain okay. to you this. Every company does it differently. You pay subcontractors. So your prices are going to be different for that subcontractor crew. And then the guy who comes in and does it by himself, he can knock it out because he's not paying anybody. So his price per square dollar. And then your subcontractor goes in and undercuts you and he does it for $3. And then you're coming in trying to sell for another subcontractor. You need to do it for five. And the, and the difference is, is with all these ranges in pricing, it actually works to our advantage in a sense is that we have the ability to educate on why we're different and your ability to actively convey to every single customer why they need to pay what they need to pay for you, AJ, and to describe, hey, we have we have a project manager that's on payroll that we pay workers comp for. Mm -hmm. And then he has two other guys that work alongside him that are also on payroll and that we pay workers comp for. So that's why our prices are a little bit different, but you're going to get a way better experience because all of our guys are employees and they're committed to our brand and we'll do a phenomenal job under our direct supervision. You know, that sort of level of communication is what's going to build. You know, don't worry about that, that Google stuff. You can't you can't compare prices with intangible resources. Like if you were, if you were selling cars, I'd say, yeah, dude, you need to sell the Toyota Highlander for 30,000 or you're not going to make any money because they're just going to go to another dealership. You could sell your prices for whatever you want, as long as you build enough value and educate your customer on why you're different than the other prices that they're getting and show them that you're worth paying more. Gotcha. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Does that help? I mean, I, I just want to make sure that I locked. Yeah. In. You've been great, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, it was just all comes down to, you know, I really need to be able to, it's like I said, I, you know, it's just so easy to fall into the pattern that I'm in. Wait, let me ask you this and let's, let's scrub all this coaching stuff. Like all this, like, I know that I'm getting there, man. And I want to, I want to really help you. What's motivating you, bro. I mean, you've been in it for, for 16 years. What, what the heck is motivating you to do this? Oh man, <laughs> you know? um, when you wake up, like, what do you, what are you, what are you hitting, dude? It's so the phone rings and, you know, at the end, I just want to get it done and get that, whatever that profit margin is, just get it in the bank. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just kind of going through the motions to be honest with you. You know, I've kind of lost the motivation See that? to be honest with you. Yeah. See that it's brother. Like, you know, so so if we're talking about, you know, like, like I told you in the text, it's like, yo, if I'm going to start over, I might as well just start over in Florida where it's sunny. And, and don't bring that, don't bring that here, bro. Because ultimately what you, what, what habits in the way that you see your business right now, when you get to Florida, nothing's going to change, change it now. So if you come here, you already have yeah. that mentality. And I think the employee thing that you're trying to develop now is going to create a new motivation for you. I really yeah. do, because ultimately you're going to be creating a team culture. You're going to have a brand. You're going to have standards. You're going to have people counting on you to find work. You're going to have this, this confidence when you sell a job that you're feeding Tyler's family and it's a result of your hard work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that after so long, this is the last thing that you, sh you, you can try to see if, if there's anything here, 
because ultimately if you're only making a thousand dollars in three weeks after selling a fifteen thousand dollar job brother you can make more you know driving lyft and uber and and no, for sure you know i mean yeah and, and it's, probably it's, have you know this year we got slammed you had so you know yeah I, i've settled i've really settled different you know for this year that that first quarter was gone yeah you know, let we, me tell you the opportunity i'm an opportunist let me tell you the opportunity yeah. right now being in new york there's a lot of phenomenal workers right now that need a job dude phenomenal workers right now that need a job and okay. you have the ability dude anytime there's a recession anytime there's anything crazy going on in the in the world mm -hmm. two types of things happen the scarcity mindset takes over business owners and they let go of good people then the people who see opportunity Grab those good people. Yeah. And then when the thing that happens ends, guess what? They have all the good people and they grow their business out of a time where everyone else thought that growth was impossible. People will still mm -hmm. need their house painted. Actually, people probably want their house painted more now than they ever did. You're in the best industry you could be in, brother, because they're looking at their house every day. They're like, dude, I hate the fact that that baseboard has been scuffed up. It's yellow. And it's been like that for 10 yeah. years and I'm tired of seeing it and I need to feel comfortable in my home or I'm going to go nuts. Mm -hmm. Right. The yeah, opportunity no, is crazy, I, I hear bro. that for sure. You yeah. know, and everybody's seeing it. Everybody's like, dude, it's crazy. So, so I'm saying that the motivation has to start with, you know, today you're a new, a new guy, bro. I mean, if you're going to try yeah. this and you, you got to go all in, I mean, I think if you, if you actually put out the ad today, and you and I'm what I'm going to do for you is I'm actually going to give you my form that I have people fill out. I'm going to share it with you on Google. I'm going to give you my form okay. that people fill out for applications. So you can start filtering out applications. I had a guy do it the other day. I gave him the form. He got 12 responses in, in two days. He put it out on Craigslist and Indeed. He did three phone interviews, an in-person interview, and actually hired a phenomenal applicant. So the system works. It's worked for me, you know, and I'm going to share it with you, um, you know, to help. Yeah, you get no, started. I have no no doubt about that at all yeah you know yeah it's, so if you're yeah, willing and, to and i think the subcontractor model is draining you know it drains from you know you just feel like kind of you're starting over new and and even though i have a good a good you know um final product i wouldn't say i have right. good production right but i have a good final product and i'm happy with that i could put my name on it and, and be happy with that but I'm sacrificing my profit margin. And, yeah. you know, that's, I mean, that's why I'm like a oh, painting, you know, like, you know, so, yeah, and, and, and I, you know, to be honest, bro, I'm sure that that is how it comes across to your customers that you're giving estimates to, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and you might not recognize it. You probably think, yeah, you know, you go in, you're like, man, like, I'm not going to make much money on this. Like, you know, and it's like, they're going to, you know, they're going to wait three weeks and, you know, it's like, all right, whatever. Like they go that they go with it as opposed to you got Tyler, Jimmy and Steve that if you don't sell a job for, they're not going to have a good Christmas. Okay. No, I can <laughs> get, I can get behind that big time. I know you, you know, can for you, sure. You, this you, is you, a different, and, different and, and you know, you know, let's just say I'm, I'm fluent in Spanish. So, you know, and I okay. got that way from working with a total, you know, like total the labor force time. up here, you know what I mean? So, I would love to get Jimmy, Tyler, and you know, and Tanner. I can the, see it in you, bro. You got, yeah, you yeah, got a spark yeah. again. I, I don't even know. Yeah. You're, you're awake. Let's do it. And and I want to be a part of it. So hit me up, dude. I'm gonna, you know, we'll message back and forth. But I'm gonna send you right now after I get off of this this form that you can put on Craigslist. Uh, I'll send you the ad that you need to do it. I'm just gonna give it to you. Just put it out there. Just see what you get. And and ultimately, that's gonna at least get you going in the right direction. When you get people, you need a payroll company which I will also assist you with is helping you get started with a payroll company. So they get direct deposit, all the taxes are taken care of. You don't even got to think about it. You just, all you have to do is literally just tell the system how many hours uh, the person worked and they get payroll every week. And it's great because it makes them feel secure. Like, oh, this painting company has, you know, if I looked at your branding right now, dude, I think that you're a million dollar producer. Just looking at the way you look right now, you got a nice polo. And I've logo. had years where I, there's been years where I've seen that, that come in sure. and to, to end up with, you know, a hundred thousand out of that is, is kind of rough. And it's right? hard and it's hard. And yeah. ultimately it's like <laughs> and it's, employees yeah. are, employees are great because they're also assets. And if you ever wanted to sell your business, you know, you have the ability to package up everything that you've created, the teams that you made, and you have something tangible. If I yeah. came to you and said, Hey, I want to buy your business, AJ, 
it'd be hard to put a value on it. I mean, and do you find like that that guys when they get to that point, they don't want to sell, right? Is it right. like they don't? Okay, no. I mean, they don't. That's, I mean, that's unless the goal, they go right? into coaching I mean, or consulting. There's a yeah. great, um, there's a great business coach, uh, Steve Burnett. Uh, he's with DYB man. And he actually, he's one of the only ones that I know that actually sold his, um, painting business. And, okay. you know, from what I understand it, it went really well. Um, but there's a lot of guys that take what they build and franchise. So there's a bunch of painting franchises that have been created out of, uh, just creating that system. If I wanted to franchise my company, I could, I have the system in place. I have, you know, three, you know, three workers, one project manager, three workers, one project manager, a supervisor. So production set, I have a marketing system that I know that, and whenever I need jobs, I'll turn it on. I have a hiring system. Whenever I need uh, hires, I'll turn it on. I pack, I could package that whole thing and give it to somebody to step in my shoes and do what I do on a daily basis. You know, and that's kind of what the direction I've always headed in is not because I want to sell just because it's the best way to run a business. You know, you're, you're completely independent. So if we could just touch on one more thing real quick, Absolutely. so, you know, I know you guys, you know, we, in certain instances, it's easier for, you know, to, for us to implement all these things and really just blow out the competition. The area that I target, you know, they're already doing all this stuff that there, there's a, you know, my main competitor is already doing, you know, you know, basically what you're saying right. to do. And they, you know, and the one, one thing that I hear from some of the business that trickles down to me is like, oh, well, you know, you're much more reasonable than this other contractor, you know? So obviously I, I want to set that goal of, you know, doubling his uh, stars like on Google, sure. right? Love we want to set that goal for sure. Um, so, you know, but it's a steep in this particular area. And, but I would just, you would say probably stick with my area, right? Don't try and you Let know, me go quick and story. I, quick story. I started my business in a small town. Um, and the town that I actually moved to was 30 minutes away and it's a bigger city. Okay. Mm-hmm. I started my business. Did I look on Google and see who was doing it? Absolutely. Was it intimidating? Yeah. Because it was like, man, you know, these guys have everything that I'm trying to hit. Um, but I, I, I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek. And one thing that I know is that there's no competition in business because when there's competition, we're actually do things completely different. They might service different customers, different types of customers. Ultimately, what it comes down to, dude, is there's no other AJ Thompson of Thompson painting. And that's ultimately what's going to sell. I used to get intimidated by franchises like Serta Pro and like all these other franchises. Like, man, like if I were a homeowner, I mean, I don't know if would I go with a painting franchise instead of like my little old company. And, and um, one thing that I just recognized is they weren't buying premium painting, dude. They were buying no, Tanner you know, I interviewed with Serta Pro for a painting job. And when I first got started out and they were like, dude, you'd make a great yeah. salesman. And they, you know, so it, and they told, yeah. they broke down their whole business model and stuff like that. And I ultimately yeah. took that and kind of just implemented that in my own business and started. Good. So myself. you already have yeah. that idea of the franchise yeah. model. So that's priceless. That's priceless insider info, man. And, you know, yeah. they clearly have something that they're doing right. Now, when we get into tax structure, so I wouldn't worry quick, about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I could just hit on tax structure, like, do you, is it sales tax applicable for painting down where you guys are? No, but I do okay, know that so it's, it's probably applicable up there. Yes. Um, it is, you know, so yeah, it is. Yeah. So, you know, that's okay. just another factor. That's just something else you got to figure into the price and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I you mean, know, people, people are, but you have to understand is that it's not a surprise. Like you, I wouldn't even worry about it. Everyone knows they got to pay it. They pay it on everything. So, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You so know, I, but when you, so when I, when I talk about enrolling in payroll and, and all that stuff, I just need to touch to get all of that, you know, totally sorted yeah, out. Yeah. But the, but the yeah. payroll company is going to help. Most of what I that. do is, is uh, capital improvements. So, you know, with being that we work with general contractors, a lot of new construction and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and you've so, done the residential market. I know you have. So it's like, this yeah. isn't like new territory to you. It's just, in my opinion, with home advisor and Angie's list and all these things that homeowners trust, you know, that I've said that a lot. If you follow me is that like, I don't care who it is. It's who the homeowner likes. It's not up to me. 
you know, yeah. and it's like if the homeowner trusts them, then I have to be a part of it if I want to play in the game. Um, I have mm-hmm. a guy that, I, that a good friend of mine, uh, Michael, um, no leads services before, struggling to keep his guys busy. What did I tell him to do? Sign up with Home Advisor, dude. I mean, ultimately spend a thousand bucks and then report back to me. Don't contact me until you've spent a thousand dollars in leads. Don't get scared when you start seeing leads come in and they're not answering. And you're like, oh my God, it's spent 400 bucks. I don't want to hear it. See it all the way through the month. Then reach back to me. Talk to him yesterday. Oh dude, I sold three jobs for 20 grand and you know, I'm going to do it again. You know, it's like, all right, you got 15 leads and only sold three jobs and you made 20 grand. That's a phenomenal return on your thousand dollar investment even though maybe those three jobs didn't come until the bad 12 leads came, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get all that too. Yeah. And that's, it's like you said, you got to be able to sell, you know, you got to be able to get there, get, get that, get them to sign on the dotted line. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll be honest, man, there's two ways you can go about this as somebody who wants to be more of a coach right now than a friend. We'll, we'll be friends after you get all this understood. I'm going to come at you kind of hard. You have two ways to go about this after this conversation, bro. You can, you know, say, man, that was some great points and go about your day, or you can actually like hire somebody, you know, and, and actually put this plan into motion or else it'll be worthless. And I think that you have success in you. You've been, you've sustained yourself for so long, but you're burnt out. And this is mm-hmm. the only way I can see. And you, you even said it, man, you, you want Tyler, Jimmy and Johnny to be rewarded for your ability to sell. And, and all that comes full circle. Find them. They're out there. They need work, especially in New York right now. And okay. you have that position that you feel confident to find work, which is, is, is a blessing. Take advantage of that. Cool, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate that for sure. Yeah. We're gonna, so any know, other, anything definitely else? Definitely want to keep it. Well, just want to keep in touch, you know, Please do. I, I I know you've got other things, you know, I know this is phase one, you know, let's get this ball rolling. Let's, let's, let's do it. Oh this. man. I, yeah. Let's do it. You know, we'll do another one. Um, I would, yeah. I would say that the best time that we should do it is once you actually get uh, an employee under your belt, you know, and you feel yeah. free to message me and then, you know, I'll walk you through what that process looks like, but I think get that, get that employee under your belt and maybe we'll do another one of these and, and I can help with the next phase and get you, get you, you know, off the ground and running. Yeah. So you would say just the one employee would be a big, you know, big step in the right direction. It'll change your life. Me with one, you know, getting back into it. But it's not just getting somebody with a pulse. It's getting the right. No, no, I know. No, I got that for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen the other videos and stuff. I'll be honest, brother. I think that it's going to require maybe five to 10 phone interviews before you do an in-person interview. I think it might Mm -hmm. require you doing at least three in-person interviews. And I think one thing that you should focus on is selling the vision and, I think that's where you should start too, is identifying what your vision is for your company and where you want to be, because you can't sell a vision to somebody that you don't have yourself. So at least identify, you know what? I want to have a company that has a company culture. I want to see everybody in uniforms. I want at least three guys working together that I can, I can sell jobs for at least for a year. Do that for a year. There's no rush. You know, I worked yeah. with one crew for a whole year and, and we did well. I think we, we grossed 350,000. Um, and it mm-hmm. was, it was great. I worked alongside them and sold estimates and I got to know the business. It was my first year in business and that was it. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Identify, you know, the job times you, you, you mentioned a couple of times, what's the thresholds. Those are all important. Those are things that you're only going to know by being around your crew and understanding what they can get done. Encourage teamwork, buy them lunch, like really create that company culture, get them bought into you. And then ultimately they're going to have your back when you're not there. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, if we could just stay with that for a minute, you know, ultimately we said like 30 bucks an hour, right? For a home run hitter. I mean, for somebody, I would always, I would say, so what is your pay expectation first? I wouldn't just say, Hey, I'm giving out. No, no, no. I know. You know, know, so like, let's say, you know, I've paid up to 35, you know, I've, I've got paid up to 80% of my, you know, now you're paying way more and you probably don't want to know how much you're paying. I, I understand. So that's why, you know, when I talk about, you know, I understand the uh, the concept of selling the vision of, you know, but, you know, a lot of people, they want to know that they're going to have a career, I would think. Right. So they're going to, is that, so you're saying like, as the company grows, more opportunity will be there for them. And that's, that's well, what part of your, part of your job as a leader is to create 
that opportunity. And you only do that through growth. So if you have somebody and, and you only do that through roles, like for me, uh, I brought on Chris, who's now our supervisor. He started off as a uh, number three painter and just seeing the way he was, he was always the first one at the job, 745 in the morning, man. This guy was like on time clockwork, you know, and yeah. then an opportunity came up where the person I had running a job made a big mistake. I had to let him go. And who was my choice? Chris, you move up to crew leader, you know, and then yeah. um, that was of three people. And then ultimately when we started doing crews of four, I started calling that position a project manager. Chris, now you're the project manager. And I actually got in business cards that say project manager. It's a title. It has something, yeah. it has some value. Then ultimately when we got another crew, you know, Chris then became the supervisor. So he would right. oversee the two crew. You know what I'm saying? So it's your job. We all need a, yeah, we all need a purpose. You know, we all need. We need a title, man. We need something. Yeah. We can't just go to work as a painter. If it's we're, not just all about the money at the end of the day. It's not, of course not. It's we, what we all know this. I mean, a lot of us yeah. will take, you know, we'll take jobs for less money when we work yeah, right. for the, for the yeah. perks and the perks could be camaraderie, could be teamwork, could be, uh, you know, just being a part of something greater than yourself, being tied to a vision, you know, and all that ties into leadership. Okay. No, I appreciate your time, man. Thanks for, Absolutely. you know, spending a little more time, man. I'll be honest. I expect I a lot of questions. No, I, this is why I do this, man. I expect to see yeah. some progress, man, knowing that yeah. this is your last stop, dude. I mean, really, it's more kind of like urgent for you to get this going, because if you don't, brother, you're just going to kind of lull into getting burnt out and you probably won't do this anymore. And if you do, it'll yeah. be just at a, at a at a standard of which that I'm sure that you don't even expect out of like yourself. Like you, I can see you hold yourself well and it, it probably it upsets you to just have that mentality toward your jobs and just this thing that's going on. But the employees, I think, are going to give you a purpose greater than yourself. And that's going to yeah. be what's going to push you, brother. No, that's great advice, man. I really right, appreciate it. We'll keep yeah. in touch. I'm going to, after we get off of this, I'm going to share, um, share this with you, man. I appreciate your time. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, no, man. I, just, I appreciate it. Yeah, hold on one sec. Hold on. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you, so please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.